lovely listeners. What's up, you guys? We're back to normal. Emily is back. I'm back. Better than ever. <laughs> uh, how have you been these last couple of weeks? I feel like we haven't talked face-to-face in so long. I feel like we have. We just haven't recorded it. Why you gotta contradict me? I'm just saying. I'm being 100% with the pod. Me and Emily do talk on sometimes the daily. It just depends on what's happening in our lives. True. Um, and it's usually a lot of like me get, like saying random things in our chat and then Emily responding to those random things in the chat um, because I am dramatic. <laughs> but um, these last weeks have been all right. Um, we're planning for my birthday trip. So the grind has been real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working 75 hours this week. And I just find it a lot easier to do it when I have like a set goal and I'm excited about something. So um, we're going to go to like my favorite hotel and we're going to like do like the best friend pamper situation, go to do some spa stuff, just hang out. Like when I think about it, I have this like euphoric feeling like I'm like, I'm so excited to just like have the week off. I'm going to get paid for that shit because uh, duh. And like we don't have to travel. Emily has to travel here, but we don't have to travel far. Right. Um, it's literally like in Pasadena and then we're going to do Disney. We might do Universal and then we're going to do a food tour, um, do a photo shoot and then like probably hit up some rooftops, maybe go to WeHo if we're feeling frisky. Oh, yeah. So it's just going to be a really good time and it's going to be super chill and fun and I'm excited. I'm very, very excited for Halloween Disney. <laughs> It's, it's, it's great. And it just, it would just be nice if we had like money to spend. Cause I know you're going to want some like spooky Disney ears cause they're so fucking cute, but they're super fucking expensive. Oh my God. Are you going to wear the ears that I got you from Tokyo, Japan? I might, but they're also like, huh? Sorry. Tokyo Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I might, but they're also like after, cause I've done it before after wearing them for a will, for a a little bit, a little, (laughs) after wearing them for a little bit, they kind of like hurt the sides of your ear. So I guess it depends on, um, what, what hairstyle I'm rocking at the time is whether I'll bring them or not. Okay. I'm very excited. Cause I know I want to get ears. I I'm debating getting a candy apple. Mm, I think you I think you probably will I just I hope that I'm not I haven't been to there in a minute so I want to know if the Incredicoaster is back to what it used to be because they had num num cookies outside of the Incredicoaster what's the Incredicoaster is that the Incredibles coaster uh-huh what the fuck they have an Incredibles coaster yeah and that's you're like I don't ride I don't ride uh wooden rides and I was like I don't remember if it's wooden or not I don't think so but the experience is just really cool because you hear like a lot of themes from the movie in there they have like a whole cookie smell and it's it's really it's really cool and then outside of the Incredicoaster they have like a num num cookie stand with those big ass warm cookies that like um Jack Jack like used to have in the movie and I want one, and I want a corn dog, and I want a churro. I just want to eat all the food. That's basically like, oh, so I guess I, I'm on this like healthcare journey right now. I'm trying to like be more healthy. Um, 
just like to get more energy, not technically to lose weight. If that's a bonus, then great. But like, I just want to feel more energized so I can go throughout my day without feeling like I need to like sleep for a thousand years. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for all the food at Disney. Honestly, same. I just like my rule is if it's over $10, I don't think I can pay for it. If it's one food item, like a meal, I'll pay for it. But I was like, like, you ain't gonna get shit then. Huh? <laughs> you ain't gonna get shit then. Everything is everything except for there are some things that are under $10. But I mean, if we, I think we should plan out if we wanna do a full meal at Disney. Well, I don't or know. Or if we wanna, like, we could get. Because there's a Portillo's in um, in Orange County, which is where, where it's like Anaheim, Orange County, whatever. There's a Portillo's in Orange County. There's a Cane's Chicken in Orange County. There are like lots of food options. We could like get food before we go. Um, Probably the best idea. Yeah, like get like a meal before we go. And we can pack food also when we go to Disney. Yes. So that's like a whole preparation thing anyways emily how have you been this week um i've been okay the last couple of weeks i've really just been trying to get to the groove of going back to school it's starting to get a little tougher now after like the first two initial weeks now we're actually like doing stuff it's fun but it's also frustrating because you know my school is trying to get back used to like in-person classes instead of all over online oh it's a headache and a half but I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, work has been crazy. I got bit the fuck up by a dog uh, last week. Kind of sucks, but I guess it's part of the job, right? Yeah, but um, I just didn't think that that would actually happen. Oh, man. I'm glad that I just don't work during the day because, like, during the day, there's so much chaos going on that a fight between two dogs could break out at any moment. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Just your, your expertise. You handle that very well. You're doing a great job. Thank you. My boss said the same thing today. <laughs> well, look at us. just doing great. Like, I'm about to get hired in at my job. And then, like, the amount of compliments. I Like, I was on my shit yesterday. Like, it was crazy not crazy, but there was just like a lot of moving parts going on yesterday and I was by myself. And there's a lot of things that I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? They're constantly like, what the fuck moments. And I was like, it's a Tuesday. I'm supposed to be on my phone chilling. I'm supposed to be like doing my outline. I'm supposed to be like, just, you know, doing nothing, but like checking people in. And it was just like a lot going on. And I was like, what the fuck? And my boss was like. Fucking same. Because Tuesdays are supposed to be the chill day. But then there was so much to do this week, like for no fucking reason. You still did get that. You do. You do. We're killing it. <laughs> um, I guess um, in the boy department, I'm still not dating anybody consistently, but I'm just like talking to random people. So I was up till two in the morning, kicking it on the phone with this guy. Um, he's from New York. Oh, snap. Yeah. We call him hospital guy. Hospital guy. Uh, my names are slacking. I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out names for these guys. I can't not save them in my phone. If I give them my number, which I rarely do, I can't not save them in my phone because then I'm like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's another guy. Um, I call him Polar Express. Why do you call him Polar Express? 
cut this part out um you can cut (laughs) you can you can tell what the name is but cut out why so i call him polar express you are so wrong for that i couldn't figure out another name for him yeah and it's it's like one of the reasons why i'm like i don't really want to pursue him well that's there's a number of reasons i don't want to pursue him Mm -hmm. anyways so yeah, I'm talking to a guy, well, I'm loosely talking to a guy that I call Polar Express, um, hospital guy, and then Blue Eyes, which I was currently text like we're on, um, we're supposed to meet up and like actually hang out, which is, it's kind of guys over 30 who are rappers kind of makes me iffy. Ooh. Like he's, like he's 31. And I mean, his, like his video style is very like professional and like, he is grinding. He has like 3,000 followers on Instagram. He doesn't know that I follow his Instagram. I just found him. It wasn't hard. And then I was like, hmm. I was going to say, is there like some traction behind this music? Or is it kind of like a Michigan Hollander going to be? A- no. So like, you know how there are some guys that like they try to do I hope that you can hear the fucking sunrise with this microphone. I can hear my, my, <laughs> I can hear my roommate doing stuff in the kitchen. Oh, um, is? I thought, um, no, I can hear her doing stuff in the kitchen. Um, so no, his video like looks super professional. They look super like high quality. The music, like, I think I, if I was into rap, I think I would be down to listen to his music, but the fact that I'm just like, I'm more of like a pop person that I'm like, nah, I can't. Um, but it's very good. Speaking of pop music, have you seen the VMAs and or the Met Gala? Who? The Met Gala, Met G- Gala, Gala, whatever. Gala. Gala. And the uh, VMAs. Yeah, I have. I've seen a lot. Which, uh, who do you think killed it? I think... Like just off the top of your head. Obviously, we're not experts. Love Zendaya's look is very simple, but super cute. Mm-hmm. Haley and Chloe bomb, plus Haley's perfor- um, Chloe's performance of Have Mercy. I've like literally been listening to her song on fucking repeat. I'm obsessed. Um... Who else? Like, uh, oh my God, what's her name? So there, it's all over Instagram. That's all anybody is like actually looking and talking about. Who are some of your favorites? Because I don't, I can't be. I'm trying to think off the off the top of my head, and I can't. Are we starting at the VMAs or the Met Gala? The Met Gala. All right, hang on. I'm gonna look up looks real quick. So this was Haley and Chloe's look. I don't know if you can see. Oh, that dress. Oh, shit. I know there were some hot messes, and I was like, ooh. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, what the fuck? That Captain Crunch fucking blanket killed me. I don't understand. I mean, I don't know what the theme was this year for the Met Gala, so I'm like, uh. Um, Nikita Dragon went. That's like, a lot of influencers went. And there's, like, a lot of controversy about it. Anyways, let's start. Like, there, we could do a whole episode about, like, the Met Gala, the VMAs. But we're here to talk about 
Can I quickly say one more thing? The fact that yeah. Addison Ray got to go and she looked like the basic bitch of like the entire fucking Met Gala. I hated it. I hate there. There are a lot of people that didn't do extravagant looks this year. Like I was looking, there are people that just went. Like um, Emma Chamberlain went. Her her outfit was cute, but it was very like you know just like basic. Um, I did see Addison Ray, and I think did she? I think she performed at the VMAs. What did she do? Her song, the or her cover of the Paramore. Wait, good for you or something like that. Oh no no no! That's not Addison Ray. Who is that? That's something else then. Um, Who is that? Oh, fuck. What's her name? Oh, Olivia. Is it Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There you yeah. go. Never mind. Then um, I think I think Addison Rae did perform something, but I'm not sure what it was then. I don't think... I'm just wondering what she could have performed because I think the only reason she got to go was because she did that throwaway fucking He's All That movie. Oh, Maybe. But she does. She does make music. Oh, I had no clue. Everybody makes music. Anyways, of today's episode, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. All right, let's talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> i was like i know that whole pitch perfect riff don't get me started honestly same <laughs> oh my god with the riff as soon as it came out on fucking apple music all i would listen to i don't know why i just it's imagine, very catchy i just imagine myself like in that scenario and i wish i could think off the top of my head like that i unless i'm like in that mode i can't like it doesn't i'm very like i need to be prepared for things especially things that have make me outside of my comfort zone yep. um okay so y'all y'all know i've been avoiding this topic forever because the prude in me and the personal um i don't even know how to say it not the person that wants to keep my life private is like, I don't want to talk about it. But after last week's episode with Monica, I feel like it's we're a jump, hop, skipping away from like actually doing it. So we might as well do it this week. So here it is, a little treat. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm excited to listen to it. It's it's really funny. I listened I listened back and I was like, oh my God. And there was some stuff I was going to cut out and I was like, you know what, Joanna, just put it in there. It's okay. You're embarrassed. Embarrassed.com about some of the stories that I share in there. Well, good. I'm glad that Monica got you to come out of your shell a little bit. I love that. I think think it was just, like, being there. It was Monica, right? Yeah. Okay, I just wasn't sure if it was Monica or your roommate. No, none of my roommates have made it onto the pod yet. I don't feel comfortable. That's 100% valid. Anyway, continuing with what you were saying. Um... Yeah, so, but what made, what kind of, like, brought this up was I was listening to Enjoy the Podcast with Jared Brady, um, Los, and JD. Um, Really good podcast. I have to go check them out. But, like, they had a, and I've also been listening to a podcast called Horrible Decisions. Horrible spelled Mm -hmm. whore-able. And it's a sex podcast, but it's, like, all black girls. And they had a guy on who 
um, a straight man who liked getting pegged by women. Uh, I want to meet that man. Like, I want to meet somebody that'll let me peg them. I want to peg somebody so bad. So I requested to follow him on Instagram. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever. He's not going to like, I just was curious to see what he looked like because they, um, they, he put his, his uh, information out there and I was like, oh, I'm going to go follow him, see what he looks like because it's, it's private. He accepted my request. Oh. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. But yeah, so um, I was like, and I, then the guy that I was talking to last night, we started talking about it and it's just, it's polar opposites. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with men getting pegged. Um, Joanna back in the day, even if a guy wanted to go in the back door, I would be like, why do you want to go in the back door? That's gay. Like, I wouldn't like, say gay. I just thought it was different. Like it you was, were more evolved than I am, Emily, back then. So yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like my high school boyfriend, he liked to do it in the back door, and I honestly like after I you get used to it, it really doesn't hurt. It actually does feel pretty good, but like you have to be willing to like do multiple sessions and like not jackhammering obviously like you got to be gentle with it but like mm-hmm. my understanding of it it was like when they're having sex like vaginally it's kind of like a warm hug so it like kind of like rips all the way over mm-hmm. but for anal it was like it was like a kind of like a cock ring type deal mm-hmm. but, um <laughs> i'm just gonna keep doing it because you're because it's squeezing yeah, it's like squeezing Tighter. real tight at the band, but like in, it's kind of a suctioning in. So it's like a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it's just a totally different feel. Yeah. And the guy that I was talking to last night was like, no, that's nasty. I would never do that. But he wanted, I say, if I can't do it to you, you can't do it to me. So don't even fucking ask because I don't have that masculine energy in me to peg anybody. I don't think I would. Um, but I do like accept it. Like I am like, if that's what you want to do, that is your cup of tea, do it. I don't think you're gay for it. I think that you're just explorative. And, um, well, isn't that like quote unquote God's cruel joke. He put men's G spots in their ass. That's hilarious because yeah, he was basically saying that like, um, when a guy is getting pegged, like you're you are stimulating their prostate and it makes them shoot like come like mm-hmm. oh like it's milking it's like you know <laughs> that face yeah it's like you're you're milking their prostate so it's gonna make them come harder and it's supposed to like it's yeah it is their g-spot um and he was like well like it's like it's normal for a girl it's like i'm filling all of her holes and i was like that is not mm-mm. I don't even like the way that fucking sounds. No, <laughs> like, no, you don't say that. But I mean, I definitely think that if a man is willing to do it and like curious and finds the right woman to do it, why the fuck not? I mean, exactly. Be sexually liberated together. Who was it really hurting besides your ass for a little bit? But it's also like an ego thing, like men. With, it's a total like 
if your boys found out that like you're being like pegged by a girl they're gonna like the social construct behind all of that is just super fucked up patriarchy man peg mm-hmm. patriarchy did you see mm-hmm. that fucking uh outfit that um sierra what's her name wore Mm-mm. um what's her name uh I'm trying to figure out what she's been in that you've watched. Uh, oh my god! In all those Tom Green movies, um, like August somewhere, what is it called? Pausing. Sarah Della Ving. <laughs> I have no idea. Yes, eyebrows. <laughs> so. She wore like this pantsuit mm-hmm. that says "Peg the Patriarchy." Oh yes, I saw that, and I adore it. Yes, I saw that. Uh, but no, I would totally peg somebody. <laughs> I don't think I could, but I'm again, like I said, I'm not opposed to it. For other people, do what you want. I'm not judging anybody for their sexual expressions. I feel anymore. like you're good with your husband. I think, well, like, as we know, well, we don't know. Let's get into it. So um, what our first point that we kind of want to go into is what does sexuality mean to us? And we were kind of talking about it a little bit. Emily, you go. Um, I think sexuality should be something that is explored, is celebrated. <sighs> but at the same time, I really don't think it should be like a personality trait. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm bisexual, but by no means do I try to make that part of my life or part of my personality. Like, I see mm-hmm. people do. Like, I don't want to, I'm not singling anybody out. It's just like a general statement. Like, people, I've, I know people who are gay that make being gay their entire identity. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And after a little bit, it's kind of just like, okay, we get it. We, we like what you like. That's cool. But I also do think that, you know, nobody should be ashamed or scared to be who they are. And mm-hmm. like, or, and I think people who are in the closet should stay in there as long as they feel comfortable you know, I don't, I don't think like anybody should out anybody else without consent or, you know, when the person's not ready, I think it should be explored and it's kind of scary to explore the sex or explore your sexuality when there is so much stigma behind certain acts such as pegging. Mm-hmm. But no, personally, I think that sexuality should be explored because it is a spectrum. Nobody's 100% straight or 100% gay. You know, I think there's always going to be that one person that they, quote unquote, switch teams for. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. Because, um, well, sexuality means to me is just fluidity. Like, I just want to be able to be comfortable in myself um because I do remember a time in my life where I was leaning more towards the gay side 
and like lesbian side because I did start out like my um like sexual journey was majority women at a very very young age because um I felt safer that way and then a lot of like when I tried to actually lean into it a little bit more I was shamed for it and I think that's what catapulted me into like the prude and like the complete opposite side of the spectrum um but I just think that like anybody like you said like anybody has that one person they could switch for like um we know that I have a dire crush on Amber from Amber's Closet I think she is a beautiful stud um or she she's yeah, she was, I, she's a STEM. She's a STEM, um, which is, like, like she's in between, like, a stud and a femme. Gotcha. Um, so she is, like, she satisfies my masculine, my masculine side, like, that I, I want in a partner. But she also has still that, like, soft and soft side of her. And I just find her super gorgeous. I met her one time, and I, like, like... I felt like the wind had been knocked out of me when I saw her for the first time in person. And I was like, yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Good question. And I'll edit this out if you're, if you don't want it in there. Hmm. Think that you would still be more towards women if you weren't shamed so severely about it. I think, yeah, because I don't, I mean, I think, yeah, I think I've always been attracted to more masculine women because I just don't like I find feminine women beautiful. Like, I'm like, wow, she's gorgeous. Like, oh, my God. Um, But again, it would have to be the person to make me go that route versus like what I'm mostly attracted to. Um, I do think 100 percent I probably would have gone that way. And I think my mom knew that. Cause there were just like a lot of things going on in my childhood. And my mom was like, I don't, she probably was like, I don't understand what the fuck she's doing. I don't understand why she's doing this. Um, but we all know in the black community that like a lot of that stuff is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just, in my sex, what sexuality means to me is I just want to be free and go with whatever feels right. I don't want to have to choose. Um, I'm not saying that I'm bisexual. I'm not saying that I'm gay. I'm not saying that I'm like fully straight. Um, I just am whatever feels right. I love that. I used to think I was pan. I can, I'm so not sure. I could definitely see you being pan. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like to say that I'm, I like to think that I'm bisexual because I definitely do like men and women. Mm-hmm. But I also haven't uh or or i've dated trans people Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that constitutes for anything because i still see them as the gender the the gender that they want to represent Mm -hmm. you know like i've dated trans men i've dated trans women but i've also seen like you know only seen them as men or women Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't know (laughs) Okay, next point is how does that play a part in our lives now? I'm having a lot more fun. <laughs> Do you feel, um, I, wait, I just kind of want to. <laughs> what? I'm like reading. Okay. 
Okay, I think we should jump down a little bit. What what sex was sex presented to us as dirty, as dirty or bad or beautiful, um, and uh, accepted? Um, and how does that play a part in our adult life? It was kind of 50-50. My mom tried to, like, tip the line of where, like, I shouldn't be having sex now as I was, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. But it was also something to be celebrated, but it was also something to be shared with somebody that I thought was special. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember the first conversation I had with my mom about sex. She, like, hammered it home that when I do inevitably have sex that I should 100% completely trust the per- the person. And that's what I went for. Like, basically my entire teenage, when I started having sex onward, until I want to say about time I went to college, mm-hmm. and then my mom was a little more real with me. Like, I never talked to my dad about sex, ever. And, mm-hmm. like... If I ask him, I'm pretty sure he still thinks I'm a virgin. <laughs> Obviously a joke, but I've never talked to him about sex. But my mom, she was just like, yeah, so, you know, like growing up, sex was kind of just the thing we did because there was nothing else to do. Right. And I was just like, OK, cool, because that's how I see it right now. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up, I was thought like, oh, it had to be the special thing. And I was just like, you know, I kind of just want to have sex to have sex. And... By the time I started feeling that way, my mom, who is the person I look to, was like, yeah, that's that's totally normal. Mm -hmm. I never saw sex as like a bad thing unless it was happening against my consent. Yeah. So how about you? How was sex introduced for you? Um, I found porn in my house and I decided to watch it. How old were you? I was like seven. The first time I ever watched porn was like when I was 13. I waited. I was so scared to watch porn. Why? Okay. So there, like I said, I started like, like masturbating and experiencing things very, 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 very young. I was like, this feels nice. Like rubbing against a chair and like stimulating like my, you know, so, Mm -hmm. um, I was always like aware, like, I don't remember it ever having a name, but I do remember being aware that like doing this, like humping my teddy bear feels good. And then I do remember introducing it to a couple of my friends, like, Hey, if we do this, it feels nice. Okay. Um, so it's almost like we would have like hump parties. (laughs) Um, but I remember finding like my mom had a boyfriend and he had porn videos and I found the porn I found like four or five of them no 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 wait wait there was this one video me and my cousins found it had like xxx across it okay and there was just some fucked up shit on that video like we saw a woman having sex with a horse (gasps) no yes Uh uh-huh and then I'm not the timeline is iffy when we found if I found we found that video first or if we found the other porn videos because the other porn videos were like regular it was like blonde with big boobs and like stuff like that I'm sorry you said this was your mom's ex-boyfriend no the 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 video that we found with all the weird shit on it we found it in my grandma's basement in Chicago 
Wonder and it had like it was like one of those bootleg videos that had like multiple huh i wonder which one of your relatives put it there because i don't know but it was like it was like bootleg video with a bunch of like other random sexual sex sexy videos on one video oh it was kind of like a makeshift compilation yeah but it was like i remember like when you put it in you could choose like it like came up with like a whole bunch of squares and you could choose which video you wanted to watch on the square um, because you know, like pirated videos were a thing back in the day. Yeah. Um, they still are a thing, just you have to find them. But um that was kind of like my first introduction to like, oh, this is sex. And then from there, like I would watch them and sometimes masturbate, sometimes I would just be curious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that I knew what it was. My mom I don't know if she like had the official talk with me, but I do always remember being aware that like you can get pregnant from this. Mm-hmm. This is a thing that you shouldn't like the the reaction of uh, parents around a sexual act was like made me like, oh, I can't tell anybody about this. Um, so I do remember like doing random things with girls and then um, guys got introduced when my neighbor moved to our neighborhood and like it was like oh new boys um but also I had a boyfriend oh my god okay timeline out of order I had a boyfriend (laughs) when I was like very very young um he was my first boyfriend I still think he was my first love um this really cute redhead boy that's why I think for redheads now um huh that's you're saying that because your dad's a redhead (laughs) um so yeah, so I remember being like madly in love with him, like feeling like, oh my God, this is a fairy tale. Um, and then we tried to have sex behind like the houses in my old neighborhood. And the one of uh, my neighbors was like watching outside her window and she was like, ooh, I'm gonna tell your mama. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like we were like almost about to do it like it was like hot and heavy like kissing on the ground like his pants were coming off my pants were coming off and I like got up and like ran over to my mom I was like I love you and then she came over told her and I just remember mom looking at me like and then a blackout I don't remember what happens after that so that was kind of like I would have lost my virginity then but you know there were other forces at work that day (laughs) Uh, fuck. I I think I lost my virginity too soon. I don't think I was ready to. I heard you say that before, and I feel, I'm like, damn. I didn't know how to say no at that point. It's and, hard to say no. Yeah, and I really wish that I did. I mean, I probably still would have lost it to the same person, but... Yeah, just later. Yeah, the first time I did it, I didn't enjoy any of it and like we didn't even fully have sex and then we went and saw the transformers movie after and that's like solidified in my mind and i'm like wow this sucks oh my god damn i guess um i guess to actually answer that question sex was introduced to me anonymously but it was made to be bad like i shouldn't be doing it um I still did things, like explored things, 
And then um, as I got older, it was like, this is bad and I need to find control around it. Um, So I kind of like, there was just a point, there's like this, I don't know, like this point in my life where I was like sexually liberated and I was like, yes, like this is like not consciously, but I was like sexually liberated as a child. And then as I got into like my like 11, 12, 13, 14 years, it was like, this is bad. I think that's when I started to, I hit puberty and I grew a body that allowed me to be, I feel like before I had like a body, like nobody saw me as sexual. Mm-hmm. I could be sexual without having anybody put those expectations on me. And then once I grew a body, it was like everybody expects me to be sexual and they were sexualizing me without my consent. Yeah. And that made me shut down. And that's not fucking fair. Like, see, that's one of the things that I hate about people perceiving big chested people as promiscuous. But it wasn't it wasn't promiscuous. They started sexualizing me like it wasn't like uh, like she's da 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 da. Like, I was super, like, quiet. I was to myself. Like, I didn't do shit. Like, nobody, like, still to this day, nobody knows what I do unless, like, they listen to the podcast or they're my friend. Like, I'm still a very private person, um, a very, quote-unquote, innocent person. Everybody thinks I'm innocent, which, I mean, I guess it's, you know, works to my advantage. But they started sexualizing me in their own minds. Gotcha. So it wasn't they thought I was promiscuous. They were just like, ooh, like, when are you going to let me fuck? Like, oh my God, girl, like, you should let me titty fuck you. Like, I'm like, I'm 13. Gross. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what's the next question? I was trying to last one more. Um, um, what was our perception of sex and what we experienced? Oh, how did we discover sex? Um, I you I guess you answered that already. No, the one under that. What was our perception of sex and like what was our like from what what did we think before versus what we got? I was naive. I thought it was gonna be like this great thing and then it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't for a while and then it got really good. Like really good. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, after the hype of having sex, it kind of just is now. Like, I want to say, 25, I want to say, like, the, um, the, like, amazement of sex kind of died off. I want to say around, like, maybe maybe 23, 24. Yeah. Because, like... I find it very difficult for anybody to blow my mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a few people that I know that can have sex very nicely. They're very good. <laughs> yeah. But there is no, like, wow, this is new, or wow, I've never felt that before. So I'm kind of just like, oh, okay. Orgasm. <laughs> Done. Yeah. that's so funny there's no quote-unquote magic anymore yeah i think it's just like anything novelty like drinking like we like we heavily drank before we turned 21 yeah that was like the thing we were like we're gonna get so fucked up blah blah blah. and then like literally once i turned 21 i was like i'm kind of done yeah for real i was like i really after high school like i can't oh my god i can't drink uv blue anymore i can't drink fucking 
fireball anymore. That was like our shit. Oh my god. But yeah, no, as soon as it became like legal, I think the magic of it is like we were young. Yeah, and it's like we're not supposed to be doing it, so it's fun. Yeah. Um I could have waited. I was the last one out of our friend group to lose my virginity. And I think I just wanted to get it over with. So I was like, and then when it happened, I remember going into the bathroom after and I was like, well, and I like wiped myself because like, obviously I bled. I wiped myself and then I put the toilet paper in the toilet and I was like, well, there's my virginity. And then I flushed the toilet. And then I went home and cried for three days. Yeah, I remember that was a real that was a really big deal for you. But like I didn't tell anybody for like a week. I remember and then, yeah. You're like, hey, so this happened. I don't want to talk about it yet, but this happened. And then like you didn't talk to me for like another week. <laughs> Y'all, that's just literally if something is like emotionally distressed for me, I have to I have to find my own acceptance and coping with it and then I can like talk about it in like a rational way because I literally like once it happened I my mom was away somewhere and I had the house to myself I came home I put on an R&B album or R&B playlist and I lied on the floor and I cried oh nonstop. like I was listening to Mary J. Blige I was listening to Keisha Cole I was listening to all of the shit that you shouldn't be listening to I and then he I remember getting up and he was like he just looked at me and he was like are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine and he's like do you want to stay the night and I was like no I'm gonna go home and then he's like are you sure and I was like yeah and then um he like kissed me and then he was like I'll talk to you later and I was like okay bye um and then drove myself home and I think the thing the first person that I officially told was my cousin Candace Mm -hmm. and then I told my mom because I felt so like I remember her on the phone with a friend talking about Joanna nah she ain't never gonna do that da, 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 da. and I was just like <laughs> oh <laughs> like I was like oh my god like I can't lie I can't like lie about something like super important to my mom so I was like oh hell no I have to tell her so I was like mom like um I did it and she's like okay it was bound to happen some knows bound to happen one day and then I didn't tell her any details. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, sex, like, I am slowly talking to her about it, like, sex somewhat, but I never go into detail. I never tell her because my mommy is a prude, and I'm not. Like, I'm open to a lot of things. But my expectation, um, I could have waited it wasn't worth it. I could have waited at least another like two years because I didn't have sex for a year after that. Like I, with that guy, I was like, okay, I'll do it again. Cause I was like waiting for it to get better. And it just never got better with him, with him. Yes. Just never got better with him. And then I was just having a lot of pointless, not a lot of pointless sex. I had sex with, um, yeah, I didn't have, no, it was like two years after him. I didn't have sex for like two years after that. And then the guy that I had sex with after that, it was okay. He just could never keep it up. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that and I was super surprised. You're yeah. like, I just remember you like, the specific sentence was, girl, we've been having sex for like six months. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. 
Wait, no. Because actually, yeah, because I only got back with him to like get back at him because he had like cheated on me and I was leaving to move to LA. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and I like wanted to. Yeah, it was, like, me being spiteful, but I also, like, wanted to, like, experience, like, get, like, practice with somebody that I, like, somewhat trusted, but I also wanted that revenge. hmm And, like, I made him fall in love with me, and he cried when I left, so satisfaction occurred. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not this spiteful anymore, I promise. I promise. I'm definitely not. Um, but I didn't orgasm until I got with Trapito. That's... And... It was shocking. Like, I remember it was, like, our first, um, like, we had been talking for a little while. We had went on our first date, and, like, I had drunk, drunk texted myself to his house. Drunk Ubered myself to his house. A $30 Uber bill. Bitch, what the fuck? Yes. Um, And then I remember him, like, we were, like, making out, and it was hot, and it was heavy, and I was, like, I was, like, drunk and I was high at the same time and I remember him was like he was like can we have sex and I was like yeah um and then like in the middle there was just this like explosion I was like what is this oh my god and that's where I fucked up because <laughs> like with sex everybody's like well i don't know if i orgasm like trust me you know when you orgasm mm-hmm. i i orgasm very easily oh lucky bitch it was that special no because it's not special oh i can wear the, I can wear the right pair of jeans and fucking make myself come walking down the walking down the aisle of a mall like i i wish it's so well, clitor- clitorally yes but do you orgasm um penetration wise easily yeah oh yeah like huh. yes anal yes vaginal yes it takes me literally like at most 15 minutes i hate you it takes me so long i and i almost never i almost never get there i'm telling you like there's nothing special about it because one, it gives men, fe- it gives, well, women, obvi- like, I think, like, when I tell women that I come easily, it's kind of like a challenge for them to see how many times it can get me to come. Nah. With men, it's like, oh, well, she came, so I can just do what we're done. Yeah, like, it, it's not fun. And especially, yeah. they don't come for a very long time. And I'm on, like, my fifth or sixth, eighth, tenth. I'm done. I don't want to do no more. And then I feel like because they didn't get to come and I came so many times. Okay, I get, like, it's literally, we're always on the opposite ends of shit. Like, on the opposite end, they're trying hard and then they get discouraged when I don't come. And I'm like, it still feels good. It's, like, it's still, like, not, it doesn't always feel good. But let's say, like, Chicago, for instance. It still felt great. And it's, like, it was, but a lot of times they just want to like go into it and I'm like no like give me foreplay like foreplay can start when I fucking see you and I'm just like damn like I remember the last time I saw Trumpito for my birthday like just looking at him in his like outfit and like 
it was very Christian gray with like the long hair. I could have come on the side of him. Damn. Like that's just like, just like watching him like the entire night. I was just like, even getting turned on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, okay. Anyways. So, um, like, I feel like foreplay needs to start before you even touch me. I 100% agree. I honestly think that sex is so much better with a good amount of foreplay. And yeah, I'm because you're ready. You're warmed up. You're wet. Especially before, like, the initial act of having sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to, like, you know, rub up and down my leg. I want you to, like, put your hand on my butt. I want you to kind of, like, caress me and make me feel like I'm special and then you can treat me like a dirty little whore and so I'm like like take me out like it doesn't even have to be like my perfect scenario would be like we get up early we go like get coffee or like go like walk on the beach drink our coffee hold hands or even hold pinkies like just like mildly touching inside joke (laughs) just like mildly touching but having like this experience where we're like engulfed in this 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 place together and then like you know just like even if we're like at home like cleaning and like laughing and like having fun and like lightly kissing lightly touching and then yeah just you know being intimate in a way that doesn't actually seem sexual I can see that. Yeah, like just yeah. being on the same being on the same level. Yeah, be on the same wavelength and then just like, you know, yeah. Yeah, lightly touching and then when it's like finally time, like you're just like slowly like stripping off clothes and like being able to just like pick me up and like push me against a wall. Like it's just, you know, things like that. You know, get creative. Like, actually put effort into being with people, which is, that's just not a thing right now. It really isn't. Like, okay, one thing that'll definitely let me know if I will ever have sex with this person again is if if it's a man. If he helps me, like, okay. So when I was younger i don't do this anymore but i used to have like unprotected sex Mm -hmm. bad horrible don't ever do that especially with people you don't know Mm -hmm. anyway if a man didn't wipe me off afterwards because like he would come on me yeah like if he just threw like a towel towards me or on me and like didn't wipe it off automatically I'm never seeing you again because that I think aftercare is a very important thing yeah that's true because I personally really enjoy rough sex Mm -hmm. like scenes BDSM I like going into a different headspace and enjoying out a scenario Mm -hmm. but I do need that calm down I need that security i need cuddles and i need to make like them to reassure that i'm okay and if you don't and if we like have a whole scene and you don't do that i actually get emotionally fucked up after that 
Mm. So it's very rare for me to like full out enjoy, like, I don't want to say like enjoy having sex, but like enjoying sex to the degree that I want. Mm -hmm. I find it very hard to trust somebody enough to do that with. Okay. I understand that. Like, Josh and I, we actually haven't had sex. I'm going to cut this out. Josh and I haven't had sex in like a long time. But if I wanted to, like, I know that we could do that and he would make sure and he would provide the adequate aftercare for me. Because he's just that person. Exactly. That's just it. It's like, it just, when that doesn't happen, it really fucks with me emotionally. Mm -hmm. I just had a thought because I've been listening to Threbble podcasts. I'm like, that would be the greatest tv show or like webcast tv show if we were in a throuple you mean josh yeah that would be i was just like that would be so like interesting i would be but very, i i feel like it would be very big brother-esque i don't know what that means have you ever never watched have you never watched big brother Mm-mm. um what's that other one uh fuck the real world oh okay yeah it's like that format but yeah but i mean like i don't know i think it would just because i've been invited into throupling before and i'm just i just don't know first of all i don't know how to be in a relationship same what you mean same you're like the queen of the relationships on this podcast what yes you've been like okay never mind yeah, but I've never been in one. I've never been in an official relationship where, like, things, where we're calling each other babe and right. using we. There. Okay. So I'm like, hmm. I know, that just, like, that thought. I'm like, that would be very, that'd be very interesting. Because we all have history. Yeah. In one way or another. Me and Josh have never had that, like, we've never even had that conversation. I personally think you two would be good together in in, in a sexual manner, like to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And again, I can cut this out if you want me to. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so we do not need this out there in the world. Because, yeah, I, I just, the way that you've described having sex and the way that I know Josh had se- has sex, I think that you two would match pretty well. I still need to just work on, like, my confidence in the sex sex world. Because it just makes me, like, I'm still super uncomfortable and, like, kind of, okay. Um, so, I'm, like, trying to transition back into podcast. <laughs> um, so, in the way that I was brought into sex and, like, the transition with sex it does make me super uncomfortable with a new person unless I'm like like even I'm like lights out like it just is makes I have to get into like it makes me super uncomfortable when they ask me to ride because I'm like now I'm on display and I know guys are visual and they want to see you I don't want to be seen, <laughs> but I'm like, I recently just like, 
whatever. And then Chicago was like, you're going to like this. Like, we're going to get this right. He was like determined in a way that was like, like none, nobody has ever made me feel like they didn't like what they saw. It's always the opposite direction. They're like, just by looking at you, like it makes me hard again. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) Cool. But it's, I'm just like not sexually liberated. Like, I, it's hard for me to initiate. I feel super uncomfortable. And then when they start talking to me during, I'm like, oh, man. Shut up. I love it when they talk to me. Yes, but don't ask me to talk back. Because then I'm like, uh, uh, I can't speak. Like in my mind, I'm like, bitch, say something. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like talking in my head, but I can't make the words come out. And it's even like, if I want to initiate sex with the person, like, I'll just like go hide in a corner. I'll be like, hmm, like I want to, but I can't. Yeah. It's just a struggle. It's a struggle. I used to be like that, but I like just started off slow. Like I would have somebody talk to me and I kind of just like respond. And then I started talking and then they started to respond to me. And I'm like, Ooh, I like that better. (laughs) Like, I can't tell you how excited men get when they first put it in. And like you whisper to them, good boy. I'm telling you, they will fucking be puppy dogs. Like I have never seen anybody get so excited so quickly. Oh, then I put that in my pocket <laughs> because I promise you it's like that first, like initial first, like penetration uh-huh. and like everything is still like kind of, uh-huh. oh my God, this is like, it's oh my God. I, don't, I don't think I could ever, but I do enjoy like, a, girl, um, <laughs> with Chicago. Cause like, this is like, the most sex that I've had with a person besides Trumpito was with Chicago. And we only knew each other for a span of two weeks, but like, huh? No judgment. No, no, not. I'm just saying that like, there was a lot of sex being had in the short period of time that we knew each other. And I'm not ashamed of that because I wish he was here right now, (laughs) but, but his fucked up attitude and the shit that he said I would never, even though I really want to, but I would never. But I've never had somebody say my name during sex. And he would say my name all the time. How was it? Did you like it? I don't know. But it was just interesting. And like listening to him and then like him responding. And then it was like a level of communication during sex that I was looking forward to. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's like, well, what do you like? And I'm like, don't talk to me about this. But I want to talk. <laughs> but I want to talk about it. <laughs> I, it's easier for me to do it in text message when I don't have to look him in the face. So huh? It's a, just don't talk to me so loud. <laughs> he's like asking me, like, well, what do you like? Does this feel good? Should I do this? Should I do this? How do you want it? Do you want to stand? Do you want to lay down? Do you want, like, what's your favorite position? And I'm just like. Mm. And he's like looking at me and I'm just like. stop talking to me just do it but yeah so 
Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to my future partner being more communicative and open because I think that's what is needed. I need somebody who is more experienced and is open to talking and like learning and like teaching and like me teaching and me wanting to experience things with them. Mm -hmm. Would you be in a throuple? Ooh, let me narrow the question. Would you create a throuple yourself or would you rather enter into a throuple? And would you ever? If that was the options, I would probably enter into a throuple. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I think I would actually have to initiate it. I'm very, when it comes to being in a relationship, I'm, I like trust is key. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think I'd willingly go into a throuple. I would definitely have threesomes. I have done threesomes. I've been people's unicorn, but. So that is a thing. Yes. I've been asked to be a unicorn and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. It, it just means that a couple wants to have sex with you. Um, it, yeah, I would have to initiate it just because like, I'd have to know that these two people are on a, the same playing field as I am. If mm-hmm. I feel like that, if I enter a throuple, it's kind of like, I'm interjecting on something that they have already created. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like relationships definitely need to be built up. Mm-hmm. there's already something built there what am I doing I get it and that's um the podcast that I was listening to about throubles that's kind of like what happened like they had been married for six years see so like, they decided I, to open it up I couldn't do it like because there's already a rapport there with them so it's all it is almost like where do you fit so it's it's almost their job to like let you know like you have to almost have a relationship individually with them first exactly and, and then decide that you guys want to just like have it together and I think that's that's kind of how theirs worked like she it was two girls and a guy mm-hmm. um the girl the wife she met her first they started having a relationship and then um it didn't really work out well because her husband didn't have that much of a relationship like an outside of sex relationship with her so once he got that outside relationship with her, they started to like form this unit. I can see that. And I mean, I'm glad that it worked for them. Oh, it's, they're, 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 not, they're not doing it anymore. And that's like, what you're about to say is probably why. Yeah. That, that's so much, that's so much work and time and patience for something that might not even fucking happen. Mm. No, no, thank you. I, I find it very hard to have a meaningful relationship with somebody anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. God forbid it being a whole other couple that's already been together for a certain amount of years. Like, because I would feel like the odd one out. I would be the stranger. And I don't want to be a stranger in a relationship that I'm in. Right. Like... Not to mention that there are so many things that could go wrong with being a throuple. Like this couple could be using me to get back at each other. There could be so much like maliciousness going on. And like, I just feel like there's way too much uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to go into a throuple, it would have to be with two people I really trust. And it would have to be trust outside of being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. 
I think I think that's how relationships should be built in general, which is so hard when dating culture is like you meet somebody and immediately instead of being friends with that person, because then you have to like I remember one of my best friends, Matt, like he called me and was like, hey, like I really like you. And I was like, I don't want to fuck up the friendship. But I feel like he was so hurt by me rejecting his invitation to like be in a relationship that we our friendship crumbles. Which is kind of shitty because it's like, was that your intention the entire time? Or like, did you just acquire these feelings and then get butthurt because they weren't reciprocated? Yeah. And it, it kind of sucks because he's like, I don't see him anymore. I don't know him anymore. He ended up dating my, one of my other best friends. And then it was just kind of awkward. But that's like always a fear that like if I end up being friends with somebody, I really like them. And then we have feelings for each other. Then the relationship that we had before will just fall apart because you never know how like that's going to end. Yeah. Shitty. Um, what are the questions do we need to ask on here? I'm thinking, thank you. All right. Let's just, Oh, actually our last point um, I think we can end on because we've been talking for a hell of a long time. Um, is sex mental or physical for you? I want to say it's 50-50 um, because, like I said, it, it's very easy for me to come. So, like, it really doesn't happen to get ready. Mm-hmm. But I do find it more enjoyable when it's, like, a mental game or, like, we're playing with each other beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need it to be mental, but when it is mental, it's better. Yeah, I get that. How about you? I mean, I already know for you, but would you like to tell our listeners? Well, the point where I was, I was going to go a different way with that. Like me personally, I have a number of mental blocks that are probably preventing me from getting like an orgasm every time or even enjoying it more than I can because like I've, I I clench my muscles. Okay. Let's say if you're doing Kegels, girls know what Kegels are. Guys, look it up. Um, so it's almost like, you know, when you're clenching your vagina muscles mm-hmm. in a Kegel, that's the way my, that's the way I am most of the time. I'm clenched and I'm tight. Like I'm squeezing my stomach to make my stomach look smaller. And like, this is like in my everyday life. Um, and then with sex, every time he's going in, I'm like telling myself, relax, relax, relax. But I clench my muscles and I can't help it. Like, it's almost like my body is rejecting what's happening, but I want, like, I'm, I want it to happen. So it's like emotional trauma in my body or something happening in my body that just won't let me like relax during sex. Total random question, and I'll like all of this out. Have you talked to a therapist about it? Like, no, not. I mean, I definitely know that it's a thing, right? Because I'm like, I'm almost wondering, like, what's the initial cause of that? Do you think it's because of how your first almost experience went down? Um, because I mean, as far as I know, you haven't been our word. No, um, I've had, like I said, I've had a number of traumatic events happen throughout my life with like, and maybe, I don't know, it could be a number of things, but 
I know that it's mostly mental with that. Uh-huh. And I'm trying, like I'm trying. And I like, I know that I've listened to several podcasts about sex therapists and um, like going to like seminars and camps and like therapy sessions where they work on that with you. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing somebody on a regular basis. Cause I feel like with practice and with comfortability will come the real, the relaxedness. But it's literally been with like every sexual partner that I've had, I'm, um, that it's just been this way. So I like sex is mental and physical for me as well. Um, it's, it leans more to the mental side for me. Is that what you thought I was going to say? Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's more the mental side for me because I'm, I'm a mental person. Like I'm in my head 95% of the time. Um, and then another one we could like weave in has sex changed over time because they say once you turn 25, that's when sex gets really good. So it depends on who I'm with. Yeah. Is honestly like I'm not having like a lot of sex partners. Um, Sorry, I just thought of something super funny. Hmm. Like your headspace is that Nicki Minaj, the dun 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 dun. Like you know what I'm talking about? And it's like I was thinking about my headspace, and it's kind of just like the. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like it's like it's like same song, different frequencies, <laughs> different speeds. I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue with what you're saying. No, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, so sex really hasn't changed over time for me. It's just that I know more about it and I know what to expect. And, um, I know like body positions wise, like if I tilt my pelvis upwards, it's going to feel different. If I tilt my pelvis downwards, it's going to be different. And like, you know, like where they hit you inside. So it's just like, I'm like, I know angles of my body like learning my body <laughs> I'll tell you this I think I told you this I'm not sure once we wrap because I don't want that on the internet just tell me I'll edit it out I'm editing out fucking like 13 minutes of this video anyway <laughs> um I let somebody titty fuck me how did you feel about it I don't know. I was just looking at it in wonder. I've definitely been titty fucked before. But like, it's been like a strict no for me because like my, like my, there people always want to. That's the first thing that they do. Of course. And, or the first thing that they want to do. And I'm like, nah, it's never going to happen. I've never let anybody do it. Mm-hmm. But sweet face, the guy that drove all the way to two hours to see me. He did it, and I was just, like, like looking at it, and then he was, like, look at me. And I was, like, I was, like, this is something new. What do you, what, like, did you enjoy it, or? I don't know. I think it was just new. It was just, like, um, I don't know. Just, like, that's interesting. I think it's a quicker way to get them off. Like, if they're taking too long, you just pop them between your tits and, like, suck on the head, you're good. I'll be done in like 30 seconds. <laughs> it was really warm. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, you definitely got to put like oil or something in between them because then like that friction burn. Oh my God, that shit won't go away. Like my shit was red for like two days. 
Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. Question before we go: What's your favorite position? I usually go for like doggy because, like, depending on them, I can choose what angle inside I want. Okay. Do you now? Do you do like on all fours doggy, or do you do like ass up, like? bent down kind of like chest on the ground doggy so it depends on the guy and it depends on like how we're going with and how long they are yes how long they are that didn't know that until chicago um yeah so usually what feels better is all fours okay and like back like arched mm-hmm. because like the angle inside feels better but if they're like really big and they like to like push down on my back, so I'm like flush against, um, yeah, that kind of the angle is kind of weird for me, so I don't really like that. So I'm like it's an in between. I'm like on um, my forearms. Okay, is like a good in between for me. But I'll I'd rather do all fours, but my arms hurt after like <laughs> fifteen minutes. I'm like. I'm like shaking. <laughs> I'm like, uh, push forward. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd rather just be like down because <laughs> I can't hold it. What about you? Um, I honestly prefer being on something like put me on the dryer, put me on a table, bend me over in front of the mirror. Like I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like missionary like for like the for like 15 minutes because like you know I like I like being choked I like eye contact I like being slapped (laughs) (laughs) so I've never been slapped but I do fancy being choked every once in a while yeah and you gotta be choked right yes of course and we definitely have that conversation beforehand oh yeah you're yes. like, how do you choke? Do you or do you? Eh? I'm like, are you a choker? Do you? Yeah. Um, I have to send you a fucking TikTok. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like when a brat meets a vanilla. Oh my gosh! I think I would totally be a brat. No, you yeah. would totally be a brat. Because I hate being told what to do. Oh yeah, if. Once you get more liberated, I think you'll be a brat. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that is all. Yes, yeah, so we've been talking forever. Um, so the anxiety when this uh, podcast comes out is going to be through the fucking roof. So I will not be editing it because it will not come out if I edit it. I will definitely edit it. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the con- the podcast today. Um definitely leave a comment what's your favorite sex position um are you still a virgin when did you lose it answer a question let us know about you guys um we love you and we'll see you in the next one bye bye peace out